What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you for listening here, man. We definitely appreciate you guys for coming through. If it's your first time, man, we, we appreciate you guys coming through, listening to what we got to say today, man. So let me introduce myself, man. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my co-host. It's Rob. We're back with another one. Appreciate you guys coming in. Subscribe um, and check us out. Yes, sir. Most definitely. So, yeah, man, we definitely uh, appreciate everything that you guys are doing, listening and commenting and, and interacting with us. But today, we got a special guest in here today, man. We got yes, Nessie sir. the Riller, man. So go ahead and introduce, us, introduce yourself and tell the people who you are. Yeah, what up, though, y'all? Y'all already know it's Nessie the Riller from the 313. Down in Houston right now, making waves. Uh, shit, man. Started from nothing, made it to something. Uh, I've been knowing these brothers for like... Sheesh, it's been a, it's been almost ten years for Rod, I say, and mm-hmm. then Matt. It's been almost twenty. Long ass time, man. But yeah, it's man, a sandbox, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. We ain't had sandboxes where we was at. Yeah, yeah facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. But yeah, man. Definitely appreciate you coming on, man. So we want to get into some conversations and, and different type of shit. De- just dropped the project. Um, so we want to talk about that as well, though. But let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so I guess how was everybody week, though? What's going on with you, right? Uh, this week, just been trying to get this podcast off the ground, trying to figure out things with social media marketing and creating polls, creating content, and just trying to get things um, running and going. What about you? Pretty much the same shit, bro. Like, like I always say, man, just working on these editing and videos and stuff like that. We live on YouTube now. We up on so many different platforms. So, man, check that link tree. Listen. Let us know what you guys thinking. But, um, yeah, yeah, what about we are, you? We on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart. So, yeah, yeah we, we'll post the link at the bottom so you guys can know where to go. We're everywhere. Yeah, man. What about you, Nessie? Man, I can't even lie to y'all, bro. It's like that song I dropped, going to whom we make concern. Thoughts in my head and it don't seem right. Say that down for me, but I don't believe the lies. I just been, mm. it's been a trying week. I ain't going to hold you, bro. But, okay. uh, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We good, though. Everything, it's all about, that's what life is. You go through trials, ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not supposed to be perfect because then you wouldn't appreciate what actually, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't appreciate the highs if you ain't had no lows. If you ain't had the lows, exactly, right. man. That, that's yeah, a fact. So, I mean, I won't complain because there's a lot of people in a worse position than I am. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just on the way to, uh, what's that word? What's that phrase? I'm striving on the way to thriving. Striving on the way to thriving. There you go. That's a good rhyme. Man, definitely a good at rhyming, man. We definitely enjoyed that to whom we make concern. <laughs> and we going to get into that. But I guess let's go ahead and get into some discussions before we talk about the album. Um, that's a bet. Yeah, man. So, you know, one of the things we kind of wanted to talk about is, you know, being an artist and stuff like that. You know, it's a couple routes you could take just to, you know, get yourself to where you need to be. You could either sign a deal and you could be independent, you know, and it's, it's things that come with both of those. It's different type of work you got to do with them. and It's different kind of, you know, things that go into both of those. But I mean, when it comes to you, like, what do you feel like is do you feel like you have a path of like, oh, I want to do this. I want to go independent forever. Do you feel like you want to do a deal? Like, how do you feel about like just the industry in, in general right now? See, it's crazy that you say that because uh, for those that know me for real, I actually already went through that type of deal. And I ain't the type of nigga that I'm going to put niggas under the bus and none of that. But mm-hmm. Basically, 
I had a deal on the flow. Uh, the record label um, basically told me that they wanted me and said they wanted all this stuff from me and we were going to do great things and basically just had me out to the point where I was in LA homeless. Damn. And it's like, all, all because of what they were telling me, like, oh yeah, we about to do this, 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 hold on a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? And to God be the glory because I actually tapped in with some of the artists that are on that label and looking at their situations and how they feel about being on that team. Uh, it was for a reason. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I ain't going into details, but yeah. God did it for a reason. So in terms of independent versus uh, deals, I mean, it just go like this. If you are trying to like if you're somebody where you get feelings and you get vibes and then as soon as you record something you want to drop it that's not going to happen like i don't want niggas to like think it's a pipe dream type shit like oh okay i get a hundred mil or i get a hundred thousand and my family's straight and i can just drop music like no that's that's not how it goes y'all like at all first can off, you explain that a, a bit more like yes sir i would gladly so basically, when you get that advance, let's say they sign me for a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. That a hundred thousand, you're now in debt a hundred thousand dollars on top of the interest that you'll have to pay back to that label. Right. But with that hundred thousand dollars, you're expected to make a. Uh, it depends on what they sign you to. Like if they sign you to a one album, hundred thousand dollar term, then you're expected to make an album with that a hundred thousand dollars and survive with that $100,000. So that means your travel, your food, your lodging, studio, studio time, mixing, mastering time, like uh, album artwork, marketing, promotions, beats, like features, all of that stuff has to come out of that $100,000. And what niggas do, they see that check and they get happy. So then they go to the mall with their niggas, like 20 niggas, and they blow that shit in a week. So then you see a lot of niggas out here, they have one single, but then you like, damn, what what happened to them? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it happened because they didn't pay that money back and stick to the terms that they were supposed to. So album dates get pushed back and you're not really shown on TV no more. You're not getting interviews no more. You kind of get blackballed. So yeah, they stop pushing you. Yeah. So in terms of the industry, it's a it's a 50-50 because I know deep down, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. And I'm gonna put it on here first so that when it happens, y'all got record of it. I've always had this dream. I've always had this visualization that I was gonna sign with Big Sean and Don Life. I don't mm. know why. I don't really know how, besides the fact that Miss Anderson used to work at East and like I just so many times I ran into him and so many times we've had connections, but just never had that sit down. So I've always felt like I was going to sign to him. So if I was able to sign to him, then I'd probably go, I'd probably go and sign. But besides that, unless I can drop music when I want to, then I'm probably just going to stay independent because these niggas don't really give up. They don't, they don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? They just, it's a bank. Whenever you sign a deal, take it as a loan and think of it in that type of mindset, you'll be fine. But so why wouldn't the um, the label or anything like that want you to drop new music? 
Once again, well, I ain't say their name, so I guess I could just go on with it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, they ain't got no money. A lot of these labels, or at least with this label, they're starting up and they signed all these artists trying to make tax write-offs and trying to take it to investors and be like, yo, we got all this artists and we're trying to do big shit over here. Send us some seed money. Like flat out. Like that's that's what it was. So right. when it came down to it, they were signing too many niggas. So when it came up to my turn, I basically just, you know, they tried to give me the runaround. Oh, yeah, just give us some time, blah, blah, blah. Like that ass, the CEO type shit, like in my inbox. Like, yo, we want to sign you. I got you. Just give me time. No, ain't no time. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit hurt, bro, because I was, I told them what I was going through. And they said they understood and they got me. Thankfully, I'm not even going to cap some of the people from the label. Like, not even officially. They would, like, help me out with loans and shit just because, like, I was going through it. We was, I had Cheyenne, we was pregnant with twins, homeless mm-hmm. in LA, waiting for this deal. You know what I'm saying? So God, is, that's that's how I know that God exists, bro. God is always around no matter what. He's always in control. You just got to trust him. Because, bro, I didn't know what I was going to do because I was just so focused on signing that deal. And I was like, bro, I know it's going to happen. But in the end of it, it, it happened the way it happened for a reason. And so it's like more of the story basically is labels sell dreams. Sometimes they be taking out loans that they can't, you know. Labels be selling pipe dreams and sometimes they be writing checks they cannot cash. Exactly. Because that's crazy how you going. Oh, we're going to sign, you know what I'm saying, A, B, C, D, E. And then we're going to say, oh, we need this money just because we had these artists that we need to, exactly. to finance. So that we're going to get that money, but then we're not going to pay them. So it's just like it's a lot of shit that go into it. So do you think that's the reason like kind of why? labels be trying to sign artists who can do a multitude of things and jack of all trades so they that they don't have to spend much money exactly rod you nailed it right on the head they always try to find that's why these producer artists artists are really coming up or these songwriter artists because mm-hmm. man i would ah man i want to give examples so bad bro but niggas <laughs> sign ndas and all that so i can't even but just know that like there's a lot of niggas i went to high school with somebody right now that wrote two people actually that wrote five songs that were uh-huh. on the billboard like top 10 but you would never know that because they wrote it for the artist right 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 like real shit so it's like man this game is just a whole bunch of mirrors and smoke you just got to know how to guide through it and understand that if this is really for you like for real you're gonna go through some tests and trials but at the same time, it's going to build you up to be who you need to be in this industry so that you 100% real, but at the same time, you're never lacking and you're never getting walked on and believe in pipe dream. Yeah, man. So let, let's kind of talk about this, though. Like, um, so you kind of t- you talked about like how to how to form a label. Like they would help you out and they would do like what they could just to like kind of help you because like you said, you was going through shit. But like, is there any love and in, in, do you feel like there's any love in the industry? Like, is there any type of humanity in it or is it literally just like give give me some dollars like you're a money maker that's really all i look at you as or is there any love in there i ain't gonna lie if you're talking about the main labels Mm -hmm. i will say this because i don't want to block my blessings for the future that's true (laughs) (laughs) but from what i've seen and from the artists that i have talked to and network with 
there is no love in that industry. Now, what I will say is, like I said, people from the label that was dicking me around, they looked out for me when I ain't have nobody. They would send me money to put me and Cheyenne in a hotel. So I can't say there isn't no love in this industry, but the love is definitely focused and concerned on dollars. If you're not mm. making dollars, it don't make sense to fuck with you. Like, real shit. Like, think about what I said. If you're not making dollars, mm-hmm. it won't make sense to fuck with you. So, <laughs> exactly. you know what I'm saying? Niggas is all about getting money. So it's like, why would I associate myself with you if either A, I don't believe in you, or B, you ain't got no money. And that's the difference that I'm going to bring into this game when I create my own label. If I see somebody that is working, if I see somebody that I can believe in, but at the same time, they believe in themselves, then I'm going to put everything behind that horse. Because, like, yeah, it's money, but at the same time, to see a nigga's dreams coming to fruition, that shit priceless, bro. Like, real shit, to see a nigga buy his mama house, that shit priceless. To see a nigga get his sister out of debt because she went to college and she was the first graduate from the home, like, that shit priceless. So it's like, I I can't put a price on it in terms of, like, if there's no... Or I can't put a definition on it whether or not is there no love in the industry because I'm not, even though I'm in the industry, I haven't fully dove into the industry yet because I haven't been open. Those doors haven't opened for me yet. They will, but they just haven't yet. So it's like, I'm going to say that there is love in the industry, but it comes, it, I feel like to a T, it comes with a price. Yeah, it comes with a price. That's real. Now, you somebody that kind of... Um you know, I, I done seen your post before. I done seen you in the studio and stuff like that. And I feel like sometimes you be talking about like artist support, like people that's people supporting you and just like, you know, kind of not not the labels, but just fans and people that listen to your music. Like, can you talk about like what is ideal? Like, what do you look like if you want somebody to support you? Like, what does that look like for, for a fan? And see, like I said, I'm a human. We all are human. And that's what people don't understand as artists. We all are still human. We have our flaws, we go through our things. So I've realized that I've been complaining too much about support, when in reality, I do have a lot of people that support me. It just might not be always in the ways that I want to be supported, but they do still support me. So shout out to everybody that does support me, everybody that streams the albums, everybody that's buying the merch everybody that's tuning in to the website dropping on monday i do appreciate y'all but it just comes a time sometimes where i feel like i should be bigger than where i am right now but at the same time that's like me saying i feel like i should be god and i can't do that you know what i'm saying mm. like everything is happening in perfect timing i just recorded a song like that last night i was like uh hold on let me go on my notes real quick so like <laughs> on some kanye shit Right. But uh, I was like, niggas, they be sleeping, I don't mind it. I ain't with the times, baby. All my shit timeless. So it's like, I'm not trying to be accepted today. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have music where it'll be played 20, 30, 40 years down the road. Like, I'm at my 50th uh, anniversary or some shit, and I got my grandkids playing my shit, bumping it, because it's timeless. You know what I'm saying? So... In terms of like support, I I accept and I appreciate any and all support, whether it's 
you are shazamming the music because you heard it, you heard somebody else playing it, whether you are working out because it's been a hard day and you just go to anxiety and that just gives you fuel, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Whether you post the album, whether you buy some merch, whether you send me a follow, whether you buy some NFTs, it don't matter. As long as I know that you want me to win and you're showing me that you want me to win, then we good. That's all I want. You know, I understand where you're coming from, though, because I feel like you put in. I've, I've been in the studio with you and I see I've seen your process. And I, I know how talented. heart, soul yeah. and blood into this shit. And that's right. what niggas don't understand. Like, there's a lot of niggas out here nowadays that literally are just going in the studio, sticking to one type of flow. They already have it done. And it's 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 soulless. Copy paste. Yeah. Like it ain't no it ain't no soul. You don't feel shit. It's just. It's just in the beat, so it sounds good. But in terms, nigga, they fight in the beat because it's not cohesive. Like it's the, when you hear music, I forgot what the exact term was, and I'm sorry if I'm rambling. Cut me off. But no, go ahead. when you hear music, you're supposed to feel shit. You're not supposed to hear it. You're supposed to be listening. You're supposed to feel it. Your body, your vibrations are supposed to. You're supposed to feel that little shiver. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you hear songs, yeah. you get that little shiver and it's like, ooh, you're supposed to feel that every time you listen to music, bro. But it's been so watered down by this industry and by the ones that's trying to control it that it's like, shit, bro. Like, we're, like, people are forced to go into that microwave shit that I was talking about. So, in terms of with me, like, as long as you feeling it and you getting that message that I'm trying to relay, you can relate it to your life and you can pass it on to the next man. That's all I can ask, bro. Each one, teach one. Even if I don't hit the superstar status of making a million dollars, a billion dollars off of this and whatever, as long as I can change a nigga's life when he ready to kill himself type shit, then I've done my job, bro. Like, for real. You can't put a price on saving a nigga life. That's facts right there. But uh, let's switch gears a little bit, man, because we was talking about this, you know, off mic and stuff like that. Um. Mm -hmm. So you, you done got into making beats, you know, recently, you know, yes, trying to be a jack of all trades and you got so many different products and we definitely going to put them links in the description so people could go take a look and, and purchase some things. But like, talk about that because I'm interested in that because, you know, I make beats and stuff. So like, talk about that process of like learning that and where, like, where you at and, and just kind of like what's going on with your beat making process. Well, yeah, basically, uh, I started off a beat production company, Beats by Nessie. Okay. And Basically, it just came about because I got tired of, I'm not going to say I got tired, but it came to a point where I would listen to niggas beats and compared to what I wrote, it wouldn't give off what I'm trying to get across. Like me, I grew up in a church, so I'm a very soulful nigga. And it's just something about hearing like a jazz, like when I hear a certain saxophone or a guitar playing a certain melody or a riff, or when I hear that one lady in church that like can sing and she belting out her heart to God, you know what I'm saying? It's something about that that makes me feel. Right. So it's like, I just, I was like, you know what? I want to feel what I'm trying to get out. Like, even if I can't get it out in words with lyrics, I want to be able to get it out through art. So I literally just started with a couple of samples, you know what I'm saying, where I just put it on a loop 
I had a little drum kit, I had a couple synths, and I just made it my own. You know what I'm saying? And that's what art is about. That's what music is about. I don't mind somebody sampling my stuff 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years down the road. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it shows me that I influenced them. And to the T, I probably wouldn't even ask for no money for real. Because it shows that I did my job. My mission is complete. The fact that I could affect somebody else's life mm-hmm. to where they want to use it to create some art to help other people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can't. That's what it's about for real. I just my beats. If my if my lyrics don't live forever, I know that my beats will because I don't need to say anything on that. I can express myself through the beat, through the sample, through the drums I'm using, through the instruments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's dope though because I feel like like you said like your vibrations really could could connect with people because like you said you gotta feel when you listen to this music you and has to feel when you make music. Yeah, and if that's the, the approach you want to get to and you want to make shit that sound like you, you can cater it to to you know cater it to how you are and like to what you want to say. So that's definitely dope. No facts. I don't ever want anybody ever thinking I'm trying to copy somebody else. I don't ever want anybody thinking that I'm not being 120% Nessie Dorilla, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I always, no matter what, consistently keep, like I see music as a highway. I say this a lot of times. Okay. I see music as a highway. A lot of niggas see lanes and they get comfortable and they just stay in that lane. But me, you might as well say, I've been drinking Henny because I'm swerving all throughout these fucking lanes, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm minding the people that are in front of me and I'm making sure I don't crash. But at the same time, I'm it's like I got somewhere to be type shit. You know when you running late for work and you got some or when you did weren't run late for work and you got somewhere to be and it's like fuck, there's a lot of traffic. I gotta swear through this shit. Like it's some midnight club double edition three shit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man, I know where I'm supposed to be. I don't want to just sit you know what i'm saying and wait till i get there when i know i got this 570 power horsepower (laughs) type vehicle Mm -hmm. that i can get there right now so it's just a lot of niggas i just see us they get too patient and in a sense i understand that because you do have to be patient in this game but to the t sometimes you just got to kick that motherfucking dough down and be like yo i'm here this is what I'm bringing to the table. Y'all need it. If you don't realize it now, you're going to realize it later. Right, yeah. Because people not going... If you don't ask for that shit, people not going to give it. So, yeah, you got to exactly. kick the door down sometime. Nobody ever going to give you shit that you are worth. You have to tell niggas that. So many times I've recorded niggas. Even here, bro. I've been recording niggas. And they've been trying to get off with the discount. And you know what I'm nah. saying? We all human. I understand one time. I understand, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I understand sometimes. <laughs> yes. But when you coming at me every other session, like, yo, let me get a discount, or you coming up late and you not even, you setting sessions, you not even showing up. It's just like, bro, how, what do you, how do you respect me? If I'm 45 minutes away from the studio, I got twins, I got a family to take care of. How do you respect me when you not even showing up for shit or you not even tipping the engineer? Bro, so many people... Listen, y'all, tip y'all engineers, all my artists, tip your engineers, because half of y'all are using auto-tune right now, and you would be pretty fucked if they leaked your vocals flat. Dry. Yeah, dry, yeah. With no 
auto-tune, no vocal chains, none of that shit. It sound like a cat dying. I'm like, saying, so you <laughs> need to remember and not burn those bridges, for real. Like, a lot of artists in that industry do that shit, and that's why we be hearing leaks later on. But in terms of, my fault, I got off topic, but it just no, goes no, you, back. Go ahead. Yeah, it just goes back to saying that, like, I just, I just, when I made the beats, I just wanted to be heard. Just like with this music, I just want to be heard, bro. That's all it is. Fuck the money, fuck the fame. I just want to be heard and change lives. And although I am saying fuck the money and fuck the fame, I know that I do want the fame and the money deep down. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I feel like even if I don't get that, but I have somebody hit in my inbox like, bro, this song saved my life. I was about to end it all and this song saved my life. Or, bro, this song motivated wow. me to be who I need to be. You know what I'm saying? It motivated me to quit that nine to five in order to start my passion. And now look where I am today. That's what it's about, bro. Like music is just a gateway, to, in my opinion. I feel like God gave me this gift and I'm going to use it, of course. But once I get in the doors, that's when I open up doors for everybody else. That's when I create foundations. That's when I open up recording studios. That's when I, uh, <clears throat> that's when I back uh, music programs in the school so they don't take out the arts. That's when I open up local businesses for the mom and pops where they have a great recipe for something, but they don't necessarily know the business side of it. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like this, this is the start of generational wealth for me yeah. and my family, my family and my lineage. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I see music as a lot of music. A lot of niggas just see it as just right now. But nigga, this is for I'm talking I'm talking decades on decades on decades, generations on generations on generations being set just off of this move right here type shit. Right, yeah, man. And when I kind of like like listen to some of like your past albums and the recent ones, stuff like that, I can when I listen to the music, you're definitely a very personal artist. And no cap. The different styles and things that I like I hear from it. It almost kind of goes between like sometimes like your hard rap and then you kind of have like an R&B soulful kind of feel as well. Yes, sir. Like I said, bro, I just see music as a highway. Like there's so many emotions, so many feelings. I can't I can't limit myself to just rapping or I can't live myself to just singing. There's so many times I wrote a verse, swear to God, and it was just meant to be rapped. That's it. It was meant to be rapped. No singing, any of that. And then I record it and I hear it and I'm just like, Nah, like even though this might be mm -hmm. what the people want to hear or what the people will feel more, it's not 120% what I'm feeling. So then I'll just like start right. singing and I'm like, mm, it's getting there, but that still ain't it. So that's why I started blending the rapping with the singing. So like for certain uh, for certain phrases, I'm saying it will stick out more and it will hit you harder because I want it to. I want to make sure that you are hearing what I'm saying. That's real. Now we let's let's switch gears a little bit again. Um, we had kind of talked about about this a little bit earlier too, with like the music and how you saying it's not a lot of emotion in it, and you know people doing the same shit, same triplet flow over the same type of beats, same you know same same shit. So uh, whole facts. So what do you feel like is going? What's what's going to be the catalyst to like changing that? Like what's when is mainstream going to get back to 
you know, the type of shit that you talking about and the type of like real feeling or real shit like that? Like, is, do you feel like you see that in the future? Or, like, how you feel about that? See, here's the thing. Mainstream is controlled by a certain type of people. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to say it because they've got powers that be. And yeah, so the mainstream is conducted by a certain type of people. So these people know that music is the number one way to affect a whole generation. Yeah. So obviously they're not going to highlight the positive shit. They're not going to highlight and push the Coles and the Kendricks. That's so true. And you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to highlight the ratchet shit. They're going to highlight the shit that makes you feel good for now, but in the long run fucks up your mentality Mm. because it's, Oh man, this shit is so much deeper than. I was about to say. Do you I, feel, I feel like? I kind of feel like uh, just to play off of that, like some of the artists, like the Coles and the Kendricks, they do tend to sell the most, though. But is that because it touches the the because, people more. But that's the, not what's see, pushed. Wait, wait, say that again, Rod. Say that again. They tend to do what? They touch the people, but that's not what the label. No, no, no. You said something else. You said they tend to. Sell the most. Yes, sell the most. Now, now, in my opinion, the reason why that happens is because we as a people, how often do Cole and Kendrick and niggas like that drop? Exactly. They don't drop enough. Exactly. No, but wait, hold on. Listen to me. Once every four years, I would say they drop, right? Mm -hmm. Now, why is that realistically? Is it because that's what they want to do? Which in terms it might be. But in my opinion, I feel like the industry is blackballing niggas. I feel like the industry says the thing where it's like, all right, we got to drop all this music where it fits our agenda. And if you know what I'm talking about, do you know what the agenda is? Yeah. So that's an actually interesting perspective there, because in some wait, of let me past pin, let me finish like, real quick, Rod. I don't mean to cut you off, but just let me get this out real quick. So. When niggas are dropping all this hoopla and shit that's distracting or whatever and taking away from who we need to be as a people, when somebody like Cole or Kendrick drop something, it makes niggas feel again. Right. So all that microwave shit or like even with Kanye dropping Donda, you notice that it had a huge impact when it dropped. But because of the state we are in in this industry, it was treated it was treated, not that it is, but it was treated like it was microwave music. So then you don't really hear about, you ain't really been hearing them. That's why Kanye had to redo Donda in a sense. That's why he did Donda too. That's why he dropped it on his stem player. Because in a sense of in this age, there's so much music and there's so much, it's like a tug of war. People's like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And that nigga had to like, he didn't like the response that Donda got in a sense because Drake dropped CLB the same shit. So it wasn't like, man, it's so hard to explain, bro. But it's like, if you look at Donda and if you look at CLB, those if those aren't two of the most opposite albums and if those aren't two of the biggest examples of what they trying to push and what was good thank you to me clb just sound uninspired 
Thank you, Rod. But Rod, thank you, Rod. You just proved my point, my baby. Now, why does it feel uninspired? Mm. I feel like we would have to ask Drake that, but I don't know. No, 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 no. Because it comes down to the listener, what the listener hear, hears and what they feel. Because you and me, we can hear two different things and we can feel two different things from the same song. Right. So that's why I'm asking Rod, like genuinely, why did you feel like it wasn't that? Because I agree with you, but I just want to hear. I think what more heard. or less because he's at the top of the game and he has so much money now that maybe music is not his top concern anymore. Boom. He ain't going through shit to the point of it's shit that we can relate to. This nigga talking about some. Uh, how about the jet and I lost twenty thousand, but I made it Mac, and you know I'm really wild. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's nothing we can really relate to. While Kanye over here talking about, I'm trying to get my family back together. I'm trying to be a great black man and a leader for this generation. So you automatically right there. That's the best way to show it. When you have, or even better, take it back when fucking Kanye and Fifty dropped the same day, bro. Yeah. Fifty talking about a whole different realm of shit. Kanye over here trying to inspire niggas, but what? You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's the industry, bro. When you have somebody that is trying to be the light, you're gonna have the industry try to bring something out and make it seem to be darkness. I'm not saying that these niggas are going against Kanye like Fifty or uh, Drake. I'm not saying that they're dark. I'm not saying that they're negative, and I'm not saying they're bad artists. But what I am saying is they shift the focus. They shift the narrative from yeah. niggas looking at somebody trying to be a better them versus niggas seeing somebody else and trying to be them. Mm. It's a difference between you trying to be somebody else and you trying to be the best you. The best version of yourself. Facts. There's a huge difference. And niggas get that twisted up. They think, oh, I was raised on seeing all this. I was, I've been seeing this my whole life. If I do this, I'm being the best me. And it's like, no, nigga, mm -hmm. that's not it at all. But we have been brainwashed to think that's it through music because it's the most influential. Through music, through social media, through all kind of shit. Through everything, bro. Even when girls seeing shit on TV, Real Housewives, loving hip hop, whatever. They see that and they no. think, oh, <laughs> if I get the wildin', I'm going to get this money. I'm going to come up on some bread. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> no, like, we have to keep values. We have to remember our self-worth. We are kings right. and queens. We were put here for a reason, and we are magical. People be only fans, superstars. I'm saying, we are not regular regular. Like, we are the cream. We are the creme de la creme. But we got to treat ourselves like that. If we don't treat ourselves like that, the people on the outside won't value our shit like that. And we don't walk around this bitch head high, regardless of the situations, regardless of how they treat us, regardless of police killing niggas, regardless of the industry blackballing niggas, even though we make the scene and we set the trends, we have to remember who the fuck we are and still stay the course and show that regardless whether you help me or not, whether you try to put me in a noose or not, I will survive and I will make it by any means necessary. But that goes back to that's that's definitely a great mindset to have, and I feel like everybody should have that. But then that, that goes back to what's being pushed in the mainstream, though. That's the thing. So it's just like it's hard to look at yourself as as you should be when 
everything that you see that you should be is not what you should be if that makes sense like no that totally makes it's sense. hard it is it's hard. hard you know what i mean so it's like we got to break out of that shit like especially the black community specifically because that's what we're talking about like it's, it's hard to break out of that shit when we're not seeing them examples but man let's go ahead and get into a discussion of this album man to whom it may concern man so man where should we start with the album man we want to let's start here so like on the album what do you have any songs or one song that you feel like is just the most important to you that you feel like means the most to you? I feel like I kind of want to uh, interject a little bit here. Oh, yeah, go so, ahead. When I like this album here is To Whom It May Concern, and that's the new album that you just released. Yes, sir. Amazing work there. Thank you. So when I go back and I listen to the album, a few things point out to me. All right. So it talks about chasing for your dream a long time and being slept on. That's one of the things. Mm-hmm. Being homeless and sleeping on the floor, that was another bar that kind of stuck out to me. Major. And then overcoming ob- obstacles and staying true to you, and you have twins who look up to you. Yes, sir. Those were like kind of like the main points there. No, you nailed it on the head for sure. And with this album, and I feel like some of your past music, I feel like a lot of times you feel like you're slept on. And that people need to... What, like, what exactly do people need to do? See, that's the thing. I, it was a time where I just felt like niggas was using me as a Tempur-Pedic. Like, for real. But <laughs> that's why that's why I was talking about earlier when I termed it. When I saw... Ah, sorry, y'all. When I talked in terms of support, I always felt that the only support I could receive would be through streams. I felt like the only support I could receive is if you are at my show or if you are pushing my stuff if i see you sharing my stuff okay but in a sense i gotta stop doing that and i feel like that album i had to make that album in order to realize that because i thought i was just being vulnerable and i thought i was just being real with the people that follow me like yo i don't feel like i get enough love I'm not saying like I'm a god, I'm the shit, but I just feel like I was putting my heart and soul in the shit and niggas will sleep on it. Meanwhile, I would see everybody posting one or two, three other individuals from like the scene and it's like, what are they really talking about in their music? Right. They lost. They lost though. And that's what I'm saying. It's lost people following lost people. And that's what, like, when you find somebody, when you have somebody that is strong-willed and somebody that knows who they are and what they're trying to do, people get scared. And they're like, oh, this is different. I don't, I'm used to the regular. I kind of want to stick to the regular. I don't, and that's basically what I'm saying. I don't want to change. So with this album, I felt like this is the last time that I'm going to say or the last time I'm really gonna be like, niggas ain't supporting me, because that's not true. And I don't wanna take away from the people that have supported me. Because I've had people have my back in countless situations and connect the dots for me to be in certain situations. So I can't cap and be like, nobody has been there for me. But to a certain extent, if you say you a rider, you say you a rilla, and you say you gang and we brothers, and that you support me, I'm the type of person where I want to see that support. Words only get so far. 
Like I need actions. I live off of actions, actions over words every single time. You can tell me that you're fucking with me, but your actions not showing that. That shows me what it is off rips. So you want people to come to the shows and physically be there and but make it sure ain't even it ain't even about the shows, bro. I'm just talking step one. Like step one. At least give my music a chance. When you see me dropping new music, when you see me dropping new single, at least give it a chance. If you're not fucking with it, I'm not telling you to fuck with it by force, but at least give it a chance. Like there's a lot of artists out here. I understand it's this like we in a, like I said in just swimming, bro. Like I see this the shit is an ocean out here. Everybody got their own wave and you know what I'm saying? I get it. But to the own point, you got to you got to do what you got to do in order to make your own wave and you can't get lost in the sauce. You got to do your own shit. Mhm. So, I mean, that's pretty much what it is, but my fault. I got off topic. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> now, let me let me uh let me ask this. So, like, do you feel like it's a song off of there that um you feel like means the most to you or you feel like the whole project means the most to you? Like, what's most important to you about Man, this? Man, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I'm looking over the track list right now because I love all the songs. Like, they all mean something. They all reflect a moment in my life or over this last year, really, that I was just going through. So, Yeah, I feel like it's going to be different between him and then some of the listeners. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because a lot of the listeners, a lot of the listeners like anxiety. And I can't lie, I made that song. So that people will understand, like, if you have anxiety, it's okay, my nigga. Like, you're going through something in order to get to something. So it's okay. But at the same time, I want niggas to understand not only is it okay, but that you can deal with it and you can overcome it and you can get through it. Even though it seems dark as fuck right now and you don't know what the fuck is going on, just keep pressing and stay in the present moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I really like that song right there. That that definitely helps a lot of people, I, f- I feel like there. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not trying to like be braggadocious or none of that, but it's like I've had people message me about that song. And I've looked at the, the plays and the streams, and that song is the highest song I have right now because I feel like niggas can relate to it and niggas understood where I was coming from. Because, bro, to be a... I don't even want to say a black man in America, but to be somebody that has a dream to be a dream chaser trying to be a dream catcher that shit is the hardest shit in the world and it's the hardest it's the hardest fucking my fault y'all i just got this text that's how good remember i told you i did that collab with uh my nigga j boy last Mm -hmm. night this morning yeah he was just telling me that uh he did some club tests last night and they all fucking with it i guess he was out the club Ah. niggas yeah that's what's up right there yeah my fault my fault though but uh, no, good, man. yeah, man, it's just so in terms of anxiety, yeah, like like I just want songs that niggas can feel again. So in terms of that song, it shows me like this has the most listens. So this is the shit that niggas relate to. Thoughts in my head don't seem right. Say you down for me. I don't believe the lies. You know, I was talking about dying on that song because that's the point I was at, bro. So that just shows that niggas felt the realness of it. And they related it to their own shit. I got niggas that hit me up talking about, man, I was about to quit my nine to five. And then I heard that song and I didn't quit my nine to five only so I could provide for the dream that I'm trying to do. 
And I've had other niggas right. hit me up like, yo, bro, I heard that song and it just made me do something I've never done before. I went out and bungee jumped. I went out and did top golf. I went to this restaurant I've been trying to go to, but I never wanted to go to it because I felt like I wasn't good enough to be in that restaurant type shit. Mm. Like yeah. I can post these screenshots. Like you've been seeing me, bro. I've been <laughs> posting screenshots, but it's just some shit that's so personal. I didn't want to let, I didn't want to post that because niggas are going through their own shit. But this music will save a nigga for real. So that's why niggas got to be careful what they're saying because it's powerful, bro. Yeah, it's manifestation. Yes, it literally manifestation, bro. That whole six nine concert I did years ago, that was holy manifestation. I said I'm gonna open up for one of the biggest people of our time right now, and lo and behold, that shit happened. I don't really know and understand how that happened besides saying it was God and the graces of those that be, but. That showed me the power of manifestation, bro. Even going to LA, even getting here to Houston, bro. It's just, you gotta be mindful of your words. You have to be careful of what you say. Like, even when niggas be like, oh man, I'm dead, or oh, I'm sick. Yeah. Like, you manifesting right. that shit for real. All right, now you about to end up dead. No, nah, I'm, listen, bro. Uh, whether I do or not, I've done my job. And that's what I'm saying. This is my gift, bro. I feel like, yay, sometimes, like, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Pharrell, I feel like Big Sean, I just be feeling like I, what's the correct term? I feel like I channel niggas' energies. I'm inspired by them, and at the same time, I take their lessons and apply it to my shit. And that's what I want people to do with their life. I want them to learn the lessons I did without having to necessarily go through it and apply that shit to their life so they can take a win instead of an L. Because it's not a loss, it's just a lesson. But you got, I'd rather niggas take a win. Yeah, I was seeing something about that from like Tribes Called Quest and things of that nature where they would just talk about people who are like sons of hip hop and they just come from that lineage. And that's kind of what it sounds like with you. No, I appreciate it, man. That's 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 an honor to hear, honestly, because when I first started, Brisk, you already know, I was I was straight boom, boom, rap. I was boom, boom, bap. I was straight conscious rap. I was with my realists, you know what I'm saying? And that's all I knew. Because I told myself I wouldn't fake shit. I would only be on the real. But it's not the, not to say that I'm faking shit now, but it just came to a certain point where that that one lane opened up to two lanes. And then it opened up to three lanes. And then that merge for the first lane started getting over. And then I just ended up start swerving through all the lanes, bro. I just do what I feel. That's what music is about. It ain't no rules to this shit. Don't listen to what no nine nigga tell you. You do what you feel. And if they not fucking with it, oh God. they wasn't meant to comprehend or understand that shit. But somebody else will. That's real. Now so, talk about these. Oh, go ahead. I said kind of to go back to um, Matt's original question. He was asking, what are some of your favorite songs, though, on the album? And, like, are you anticipating any videos or anything like that? Because oh, like, some on. of your past uh, videos. Come on, Rod. You already know. You already know I'm coming with the visuals. I'm a huge visual man, bro. But at the same time, I got twins now. So it's, it's, it's different now because I can't be selfish. I can't put every single dollar I have into the music, into the videos. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure they got formula. I got to make sure they got clothes and all, all right. that. So it's like though i am venturing and uh setting up storyboards for the visuals i feel like it might just have to be a mini movie type shit that gets dropped in november or december 
Okay. Because what I'm trying to do, I can't keep doing. I can't keep doing what everybody else is doing. I can't put money behind a, a video, drop that link, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? I can't. It needs to be something where niggas are like, "Whoa, this is different. This is crazy." And I'm fucking with this. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to go out of the box. Like, there's so many videos, y'all, I wanted to do over COVID. But the places I wanted to shoot them were shut down or they were closed. So I got a lot of plans in the work. Shout out CT Films. Like, we got a lot of shit on the flow. But it's just, it takes time. God is showing me right now that. Yeah, he did that Rockstar video, right? Yeah, CT does. CT has done about, I say, 90% of my videos, bro, because he understands my vision. He understands what I'm trying to do. So he understands, like, yeah, I want to shoot in the middle of a racetrack with bitches waving race truck or race flags, and I got the Jeeps 4x4 ticking up yeah. hurt. Yeah, you, you know got the saying? guitar going there. Yeah, and I got fucking <laughs> smoke bombs behind me, and it makes it look like right. a real shit, bro, because I'm not try- <laughs> I'm not these other niggas, bro. I don't just fucking set up a camera in one scene and I'm just jumping around in one area. Like I can't do that, bro, because that's not going to get me where I need to be and where I feel like I should be. That's why all of my videos, I try to do some shit that's out of there. I try to do some shit that you won't see other niggas doing, bro. But at the same time, like CT, he just understand the vision, bro. Like he, all his shit is cinematic. All his shit, he looks like a movie or a trailer. So that's why I always fuck with CT. And did he also do that one that was like in the arcade? Yes, sir. Game time. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Tony Millions yeah, and man. DJ Kid. But yeah, I literally told him I was like, "Look, bro, a song called Game Time. I want to shoot it in the arcade, and I let him do the rest. And that's one thing you gotta you gotta do with these videographers, bro. You say what you want, but you gotta give them creative control to be them. Because if you're trying to direct every single thing. It's going to come out to your vision, but it might not be the best vision because the videographer got some shit on the flow that could fucking change your, open up a whole new world for you, open up a door for you. Okay. Yeah, I definitely got some shit on the flow. And I will say, I'll I'll drop this on y'all podcast right now. The first visual that's going to be off of To Whom It May Concern, it will be anxiety. Like, hands down, for sure. I also want to do visuals for Gorgeous, Lost and Found, Soapbox Chop. I really want to... I'm just going to be blunt, bro. I want to do a video for every single song and make a mini movie out of it. Yeah. Because if you really... That's kind of funny that... Like, it's a timeline. But yeah, my fault. Go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. No, I was saying that's funny that you say you make videos because those, like, the favorite tracks I kind of listen to them that, like, I enjoyed was uh, Soapbox Chop, Gorgeous, and Chase. Yeah, I just feel like you can't... If you really want to get what you're trying to say and what you're trying to, like, show off, you can't drop a song without a visual because people it's one thing to hear where you're coming from, but people need to see where you're coming from. People need to see your vision and understand it. Cause some people are more visual learners than they are right. listening learners. Just like there's more yep. listening learners than there are doing learners. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I totally understand that in terms of the videos, how you saw uh, anxiety and soapbox chop, because that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to make it visual through the music to the point where it's like, all right, I need a visual. I have to drop a video. So I appreciate you visualizing this shit before it even comes into fruition, right? Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Matt. What are you saying? Um, 
So let's talk a little bit more about the album. So like, um, I think your beat selection is kind of interesting on on to whom it may concern. You got a few different vibes on there. So like, tell me about like when you listening to the beats that you're not making, and you know, like, what do you look for? Like, I know you look for melody in particular, uh, like crossroads, because that was kind of like R and B ish when I like was yeah. listening to it. Yeah, man. Like I said, bro, I see music as a lane. Yeah. I'm just swerving through that motherfucker. Or I see music as a highway, and I'm just swerving through that motherfucker for real. When I made Crossroads, that's another one that's gonna have a visual, and that that's gonna, bro. When I made Crossroads, I basically I was at a point where I was listening to "Stop Trying to Be God" every day. Every day I would by Travis. By the way, yeah, yeah. Every day, yep. I would keep telling myself, "Stop trying to control what you can't control." If you really have the faith, the size of a mustard seed, and you really believe in yourself, and that God got you in the place you're supposed to be, then you got to stop tripping. You got to stop trying to control everything and just work hard and let Him do the rest. So when I made Crossroads, it was literally a conversation between me and God. So that's why the voice kind of switched up on after the uh, on the bridge or whatever. When I was like, "Tell me what you want, my nigga." Yeah, that was fucking. That was literally me putting myself in God's shoes, talking to me. Like, I know you want to see those figures. I know you really want to get bigger. Ooh, trust me, my nigga. That was literally me telling myself. In the sense of being God, no, I'm not God, but we are all a part of God. So I feel like he was talking to me like, nigga, what do you want? If you really want this, you got to trust me all the way. If not, then you going to fail. Right. So that's why I put that out there, because not only do I see music as a highway, but at the sense of I'm trying to show niggas and I wanted niggas to vibe to something that isn't necessarily the norm of hip hop or the norm of the state of music is in right now. I just wanted to encourage niggas and tell them like, no matter what you're doing or pursuing or going through, if you really want it, you gotta trust God because there ain't no way around it. Like you you can try to do it for yourself. I'm not trying to get religious, but- No, go ahead. Whether it's God or the universe, a higher being, no matter what you're trying to do, you already have an agenda in terms of you're meant to be something. So no matter what you try to do, you could try to fight your calling all you want, but it's just going to come back around full circle and hit you that much harder. Like, no, this is what you're meant to do. And if you follow that, you will receive everything you wanted from what you wanted to do. And then some. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that's deep though, yeah. Cause you definitely get get into religion. Like you got big blessed on here where I feel like you were showing gratitude and you know, I feel like that's something that just stayed with you. Like Yeah, bro. Cause I'm a I'm a church boy, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I grew up in church. I was literally to the point where I'd be there Sunday, uh Deacon's meeting on Monday, uh Bible study Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, choir rehearsal Wednesday, because my dad works security. So I just be there on Wednesdays. And I feel like that's what really influenced me. Every, not every Wednesday, but every other Wednesday, I feel like I was in that church listening to the choir sing. And when I make beats, I pull a lot of uh, gospel samples. I pull a lot of choirs. I pull a lot of 
just voices, bro, because voices are instruments. Yeah, man. So, yeah, definitely I grew up a church boy, bro. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. I, there were two lives. There was, I can't tell it all, you know what I'm saying? Because of, obviously, but there's two lives where I'd be in church on Sunday and then go see my cousins in Southwest on the block on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I done seen it all, bro. Like, I done... I, I done seen it all. Yeah, you know, yeah, you ain't got to speak of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like when I make these beats and when I hear these beats and whenever I make music, just know that I'm feeling that shit. Like I'm not just making this shit just to make it. If I don't feel that beat, if it doesn't talk to me, I'm not going to do nothing about it. I'm just going to leave it alone and let somebody else do it because... That's not for me. Mm. What God has for me is for me, and nothing, nobody can take that shit away. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, man. Just I'm a church boy at heart, but I've been exposed to the world. Yeah, but you still keep that. Though, man. What no, makes definitely. You still keep I, I keep it because you have to stand for something, or you're gonna fall for anything. Like you have to have you have to have morals, bro. You can't, you got to stand on your, you got to stand on something. Like, how you going to, like, <laughs> think about that. Yeah. No, how that's how you going to live and not believe in anything or not live for anything or not stand for nothing? What's the yeah. point of living? I'm not saying kill yourself, please. Anybody that hears this, but I'm saying like, look at yourself deep down and ask yourself, what do I stand for? What do I represent? What do I allow around me or in my life yeah that's why i'll be telling some of my homies i'll be like your word is everything word is bond nigga like on everything my dad didn't teach me what much but he taught me that if niggas can't believe your words they better believe your actions because that's all you have like word is bond for sure so uh to probably go ahead and wrap this up i got one more last question for you what are some of the features that you like are artists that you want to work with Bro, oh my god! Or if there, if there's any, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I've been wanting to work with this nigga J Boy for a minute. Like we did Fast Lane. He a uh, artist out of Houston, and this nigga be spazzing, bro. Like no dick suck, none of that bullshit. I'm saying like real spazzing to the point where I haven't heard his style before. It was like a dog when it like perks its ears up when it hears something out of the blue like I never heard I've heard the flow before but I haven't heard the the cadence and the soul before like what he's saying is what sticks out to me so I really wanted to work with him so we so did that J-Boy song. from Texas oh yeah J-Boy check out J-Boy my nigga it's J-Boy he just dropped a project too called In My Bag but we got some shit on the way and uh, I've been wanting to work with him just because of the soul fact he was from somewhere different he brought a different flavor and it spoke to me, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't always have to be, it doesn't always have to be a quote unquote known or famous nigga that inspires you, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I was just like, fuck it, let me work with him. And he brought the opportunity to me last night, like, yo, let's just cook up. So I was like, bet, it's on. But uh, in terms of, uh, I say I got like three more artists I wanna work with too. But yeah, I checked J-Boy off the list finally. <laughs> Okay, that's dope. Three more that I want to work with. I ain't gonna lie. Number one, if I can't work with nobody else, 
nobody else. If I get this one feature and that's it, I got to work with Andre 3000. Mm. The impact that man has had on my life and the, the art form that he brought to the game that people don't recognize, like they, they might recognize it, but they don't really give that man his flowers for real, for real. Like he's responsible for everything that is happening right now. Not in the terms of negativity, but in terms of niggas feel so free to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, like fuck what a nigga talking about, bro. Like that nigga, that nigga Andre is the first one to come out and change the change the narrative. Yeah, the love below. Man, I'm saying, man, like everything. You talking about before that? I'm saying everything, Aqu- bro. Aqua like, Mini. Uh, thank you. Like I'm saying everything. I'm talking about stank of, um, oh, I'm I, listen, I've been drinking. Stankonia. Been little, thank you. Stank <laughs> like dog. No, 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 no. You're right, Stankonia, but that one song, uh Super the one with the long name. Uh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like that's like, daddy, no, like yes, yeah, bro. Daddy. Like that shit is timeless. And that is what I'm all about. I'm making shit that moves people and it's timeless. So like I said, number one, Andre three thousand. Um Okay. Um, just based off of inspirations, I'd have to, I I can't front. I have to say Big Sean and Travis Scott because Big Sean has always been positive. He's always been somebody that I look to in terms of like his punchlines. It might not be the swaggiest shit, but that nigga be saying the realest shit, like in terms of mental health, in terms of being 100, in terms of just being a real nigga, bro. And just being you. You know what I'm saying? I had to say Big Sean. And then, uh, there's so many artists, bro. I can't even capture you. Like, it's so many. Of course, I got to say yay. Like, like what? Like, to yeah. work with Kanye would be a dream. For real? Like, that would, that would be, all right. What, what, what song from Pharrell that uh, you really fuck with? What song? What man, I can't even say, bro. I'm not even gonna go on record as saying that because there's so many vibes that man sees the lane. He sees the music as a highway and he swerves through that bitch, bro. Like that's what I'm trying to be as my own self, bro. Cause like you be hearing fucking what he did with uh Noriega, and then you be hearing what he did with Snoop oh, yeah. on Beautiful, like my nigga. Like, and then you hear what he did with Gwen Stefani, like Come on, man. Like, that's what it's about, bro. Like, touching different crowds and showing that we all in this together and that we all have the same goal and that we have the same vibes, but it just, we all deliver it different ways, bro. Like, man, like, it's so many niggas I want to work with. Like, he did go from super thug to beautiful. Like, come on, man. Who (laughs) does that, bro? Who really does that, bro? (laughs) Pharrell fucking Williams. That's who does that. So, yes, that's why I said I need need a collab, a feature with that nigga. So, all right, if I have to really limit it to top three, like, in terms of, like, like, boom, 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 if I got nothing else, give me one of these. Andre 2000, Pharrell Williams, and... Somebody that's alive, because Sean, I'm I'm tossing between Sean and Travis only because Travis. When I was with, when I was like a really big Sean fan, it had me focused on positivity and like getting out bars and all that. But when I when I was uh, exposed to Travis, that was something totally different. Like that, 
like that, it made it comfortable to experiment. Cause Ye was experimenting, mm-hmm. but Travis, like I remember exactly, bro. And I Matt, I think you were there. We were at Nick's apartment in uh <laughs> at Western in like 2012, bro. And it was just he played rodeo for the first time. And that's all I wanted to hear, bro. Because it finally was something. Because in my head, I've always been like a singing type nigga. And when Travis dropped Rodeo, it made sense. So definitely, I would. I can't even act like I wouldn't want a feature from him, bro. Like because that that's the that's like Travis to Kid Cudi, and Kid Cudi to Ye, and Ye to Jay Z. Like you know what I'm saying? That's just, it's that type shit. Like who wouldn't mm-hmm. want a collab with somebody that inspired them and who in a sense, was their mentor without even telling them a damn thing. Right, right, right. And that days before the rodeo. See, days before the rodeo, that's when I got hip to Travis, but it didn't win me over. Like, I was exposed to it, but like I said, I was exposed to rodeo. I was exposed to days before rodeo, but it was just like, okay, this sounds like some shit that I've been doing in my head, but I didn't necessarily know how to execute it and get it out. And this man did it. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is bet. But then Rodeo was like, that got me locked in. Like, okay, bet, I'm a fan, for sure. And then Astro World, like Birds, don't get me wrong. Birds was cool. And it exposed me to experimenting more. But Astro World solidified like, okay, no. Fuck conforming. Fuck anything that these niggas are trying to make me do. I'm here to make niggas feel again. So that's the music I'm going to go for. Because when I listen to fucking, uh, man, I don't even remember the name, to be honest, because my head's everywhere. But feels like the life I need. Feel like the life Astro I need Thunder. a little. Thank you. Feels like the life I need a little. That's the one. Yeah, like when I tell you I've listened to that song so many times, crying in the studio, crying in my car, crying when something doesn't work out, like, that is what it's about when I go to that place because I feel a certain way and I want it to be okay. And I want to remind myself, yo, even though I'm feeling this right now, I'm meant to feel this right now so that I can get to where I want to be. Right. And don't be afraid to feel it. Exactly. I can't be, you can't be afraid to embrace the lessons. I'm not going to say losses because you don't ever take losses, but you can't be afraid to embrace the lessons, my nigga, because if you don't learn nothing, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you stay in stagnance. And what's the point of even existing and leaving a legacy, quote unquote, if you're not going to grow and get into your better self? Mm. Man, you done dropped a lot of game on this, man, this, this, this interview, man. I think that the favorite thing that I heard you say was um what you said you said um damn i can't even quote that shit right now hold on y'all gotta give me a second you got to play that shit back i know no i'm definitely gonna play this back later damn what did you say oh yeah if you can't if you can't stand for nothing you're gonna fall for anything like that's a bar right there like i feel like that's and i I feel like like the main thing that i like that seems to be like a full circle moment it just keeps being reiterated it's just you gotta have feeling in your music and that's what uh, draws the audience to, to your, your music. Faith. You don't have faith, then you're not, because you don't believe in nothing, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to dream. That's what people don't understand. Like, it's okay to dream, but you got to work for it. 
you have to put in the work for it. Turn your shit from being a dream chaser to being a dream catcher. That's what this shit is about, bro. Dope. Yeah, man, but we definitely appreciate you for coming on. Like I said, you dropped some gems on this, man. Hopefully the listeners take heed to what to what you're saying, man. Um, and like I said, we're going to post your link. So everybody listening, go you know, buy a shirt, man. Go listen, run the streams up, and go support. You know, because, you know, we definitely a fan of this guy's music. And I feel like if y'all listen, like you said, if you give it give it a chance, you're going to fuck with it too. So, no, nah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, one more thing before we head out. Is there any particular song you want to play at the end? Um, I mean, since I've been talking about anxiety so much. No, 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 no. Go ahead and play Lost and Found. Because I feel like people that don't know me. Lost and Found is going to be the best way for them to understand what I've been saying this whole interview. Like, yes, I ain't going to lie. I've been slipping a little bit and I've been rolling up. <laughs> but y'all need to understand, like, yay, where I'm coming from. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this isn't from a cocky place. This isn't from a drunken place. This is from a real place. And I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be heard. That's all it is. At the end of the day, I'm trying to be heard and change lives. And you got something to say too. Now you talking your I got something to say. I'm on my soapbox. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. So if y'all yeah, trying to hear more, just make sure y'all tap in. Like I said, uh, I got the new album out now, To Whom It May Concern, streaming everywhere. Uh, I'm dropping my new site actually called Only Realist, the official site of everything Nessie the Rilla. It's going to have all the merch, it's going to have all music, both release, and I'm going to be dropping unreleased snippets on there. Yeah, so that new shirt fire. Now, I appreciate it. I appreciate that for sure, for sure. But yeah, man, I'm about to be I'm about to be doing some big things. I just opened up an NFT. So we about to we about to for sure for sure. You gotta move with the times. So it's gonna be on streaming platforms, but after this next project, everything gonna be NFT. Everything gonna be metaverse. Everything gonna be in my world. So y'all can really get a feel of who the fuck Nessie is. For sure, man. This nigga everywhere, man. But yeah, man, we gonna we gonna go ahead and get up out of here, get into this game, man. Appreciate you, Nessie, and uh, we signing Absolutely. out. Absolutely, I appreciate the friend podcast for having me, man. If you listening right now? Tap in because this is the podcast, bro. And I'm sure I'll be on again. I would love to be on again if possible. Most definitely. And yeah, man. I pray nothing but blessings to y'all and that this grows into the biggest shit anybody has ever seen. I can't wait to see it grow for real. Hey, man. That's the goal, man. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe, tap in. We're everywhere. Check us out. We'll put the links at the bottom. Also, we'll post the link to his new website and everything he got going on as well. So thank you guys for tuning in. I think as human beings, everybody has a natural gift and a natural passion. But then you go outside and you get influenced and you feel pressure from, from what's going on outside. And so, you know, I read one time, like, would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world or at peace with yourself and at war with the world? Remember banging, finally famous and feeling rich. Me and all my relatives was grinding and getting lit. Seeing all the diamonds they shining, I'm feeling sick. It was my destiny.
And the Lord took his time and is testing me I graduated to k Zoo, marching the drum line They smoking K2, I hit her one time <laughs> Yeah, that was a dumb time I'ma stick to trees, used to breeze through the lunch line Move with them bags easy, shout out my white friends Pine cones in the microwave but a hot stench Yeah, it was the best of times I was fishing, writing lyrics, trying to catch the vibe and the debt arrived I had to take it back home Where the check supply But I don't ever wanna lose myself I don't ever wanna lose myself Ay, ay I don't ever wanna lose myself I don't ever wanna lose myself Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> I don't ever wanna lose myself I don't ever wanna lose myself Ay, ay Back in the city Working some nine to five I'm feeling shitty Thinking it's towards or us, maybe it's Denny's Either way, your boy wasn't feeling it any I had to get busy, cause nobody get me The pieces fell together when my realist was with me And Pasadena trapping out the attic with semis Dreams of making dollars, but it's all from a penny Hey, look, walk with the dog if you ain't pussy All that talk of false chalk, making my brain mushy All my niggas vets, we don't know any lame rookies All y'all niggas caps, selling packs that you claim cookies Walls in the way, it's okay, we stay pushing Say they missed the raise, well I still got the same booking Know a nigga flame and the stew got the range cooking Life a shakedown, but you know that I ain't shook it Cause I got the juice, know that my lane crooked This water just free stuff, big ups and paid bookings I done drove a thousand miles to an empty crowd I done overcame the doubts, know it's in me now Nana told me as a child I would get this crown Took a minute, but I found me to get this sound wow. <laughs> Y'all niggas copying this wild, need to fix it now I can't worry about the eyes, I can't worry about the problems I'm a realer, I'm a guy, we was off in Pasadena In the woods, flipping pride, ain't no love in the streets In the hood, giving scars But I ain't lose myself, took a chance at the bands Had to choose myself, niggas glance with their mans Trying to boom my wealth, but they fans in a trance Ay. I don't ever wanna lose myself, I don't ever wanna lose myself Ay. Ay. I don't ever wanna lose myself, I don't ever wanna lose myself I don't ever wanna lose myself. I don't ever wanna lose myself. Hey, hey.